This is episode four of Shitty Sonder, Sweet Apples. By day, the innocents contain the red and bold curtains of desire and guilty pleasures. An innocence curtain flows peacefully in the midst of their mundane lives, maintaining professionalism and silence. But once the sun falls into a deep sleep, the nights create winds that rage and moan. No one goes to the vodka-infused euphoric ambiance to swirl in sorrows of love. It is simply entertainment that eliminates the daily stress of to-dos. Tiny and tight dresses that smell like sweet apples intermingle with other scents with the help of fancy cocktails, blurry songs, and most importantly, dark and iridescent lights. These lights make it easier to shed inner judgments when dancing with a stranger, erasing any physicality that doesn't truly match their desire. This is no stranger. Why, this is the person that truly ignites their aching butterflies. Mentally, that stranger is that special person who can make the innocent flutter, no purple ambiance needed. Kissing with eyes incredibly shut closed does not make things more intimate. It only allows sweet apples to go elsewhere in a dreamy place where everything turned out perfect. Opening the eyes, sobering up, turning off the music, and switching the lights to a clear beam will only destroy the past and ideal illusion. So just for a moment, the sweet apples let their curtains unravel crease by crease, ever so seductively, and rich like ripples from a dark chocolate fountain. This is not innocence. In fact, they've lost it centuries ago to their long lost love. They call it innocence because they want to pretend to be the same person they were before that one person came along. They want to pretend that they have not tasted the perplexed L-word drug in hopes that they can get that high again. Lisa starts her cycle with mouthwash. She cleans her alcoholic breath from the night before and skips breakfast, going off to work in her fast-paced New York City job. Lisa's curtain covers any trace of her nights before. She makes sure her dialect appears clean and assertive. She likes pantsuits and black coffee, all which match her polished demeanor as a financial director. Most of the time, she deals with messy disputes at work and chit-chats with her acquaintances as if they were her high school girlfriends that used to get tipsy with her in her nostalgic 1990 cranny and cozy little room with a box of wine. However, these little remarks and laughs in a gray cubicle fade away when she clocks out and swindles home in a cold taxi around 9 p.m. As she watches each traffic light go from yellow to red, she reflects and decides whether she ought to mingle or rest. Mingle is always the answer, no matter how much traffic passively delays her time. When she enters her apartment, the keys jingle from the habitual space it is always set in. She quite despises the sound of her keys that charm and jingle, since it reminds her of the last Christmas she spent with him. They were arguing over the proper way to make chocolate chip cookies, but not the type of arguing that alarms discontentment. Rather, it was their way of bonding through playful discourse, like warm and fuzzy golden retrievers that play and chase, all while Dean Martin was seeping through their installed kitchen speakers. That was their way of showing affection, now, her apartment instills an empty assortment of things that she has accumulated over the years. 
her fish-shaped clock that she doesn't have the will to throw away, no matter how embarrassing, her wooden coffee table that is decorated with books she doesn't read, and her favorite, the shiny vanity she gets ready with. Yes, Lisa has many detached items to spice up her rather dull life. The pantsuit comes off, and she opens her closet. Lisa's eyes always go straight to the worn-out Harley tank she wore when she first met him. She met him at the same place she always goes to replace the moments where she felt most alive. She does not let herself glance at the shirt for too long. It is always a mild glance. However, the memory of justification for wearing a shirt over a dress the moment they first met still lingers in her mind. In Lisa's eyes, a shirt at a club hints that she is hunting for commitment. A dress, however, is a brief moment of a good time. Nowadays, she never goes and wears a shirt at night. Instead, she dresses like a sweet apple. Her tunes, makeup, and hard seltzer give her the upper hand and ego to lure soldiers in. Lies fuel her decisions. Lisa not only lies to entertain, Lisa lies to her curtain. She pretends to flow in the pacing, the rhythm, and the direction of the wind. However, she has wired a formula that calculates the exact angle her curtain ought to move. There is nothing genuine. There is nothing honest. There is nothing vulnerable about the glide of a red and bold curtain. L does not mean love. Lust is her first initial. She does not carry the incredibly abundant four-letter word. Not even for herself.